0: Yo, yo, 2024, oh man, we are five weeks deep, I don't know what the fuck is going on, good morning, good evening, good night, my name is Tim, welcome back, this is Long Winded by Nature, and this is going to be a fantastic year, either that or I'm going to fall over, but it's going to be a fantastic year for you. I don't have my act together yet five weeks in, but I think I started to get it back together. I don't know why I'm looking over the camera. I guess Miles will put this on YouTube, perhaps. Anyway, I started to get my act together. I think this will be super helpful... For the first episode this year, we're really going to talk about just simply getting your act together, what that means, how you can do it, what I've done so far, and hopefully this helps. So let's get started. This is where I'd roll in the music if I had music, but this is still relatively low budget. I mean, it's zero budget and it's in my basement, but let's get started. All right. So the problem was coming into this year, knowing that there was a lot of things going on. And for God knows how long, and I'm going to talk about this very specifically towards what I have been trying to figure out, because sometimes I think explaining or telling a story about what you yourself are figuring out could be beneficial to others in that I'm not going to be like, yo, go do this, like go fill out this thing and go make a chart about blank. Like I find that stuff way too prescriptive in a lot of cases. So let me tell you what I've done and that's why i'm going to just tell you what i've done and not be like hey try to try to do this because i don't know i just feel like that can be way more difficult my problem has been squirrel what i mean by squirrel is i've been just chasing whatever idea comes to mind multiple times a day every single day let me take a step back time management has been something i've been relatively good at but I think I fell in too much of a rut of like, oh, these are my time blocks. And these are the things that I do in my time blocks. I've got still relatively new role at work, which is different enough that it requires more concerted effort. There's just not as much like, okay, cool. I know the rhythm and patterns that's still being figured out. So relatively new job at work as of last August, Plus, I sold a book deal, which still feels weird to say out loud. That's never not going to feel weird to say out loud. So I've got that obligation this year. I've signed with Knight as a creator, and many, many, more, many, many, many more opportunities are coming in as a result of that, which is dope as hell, but that's more responsibility And the biggest challenge I've had is like, okay, cool. If I've got this time, especially the time that I've got blocked up in the mornings, how do I use it wisely, right? The old phrase of work smarter, not harder. I have fully at this point maximized how many hours I can squeeze out of a day, pretty much, I think within reason. And therefore, I can't just be like, cool, let me find another 15 minutes here and there. Like I have to legitimately get smarter at this juncture or my ass is just going to fall over and none of this is going to happen. This is arguably the greatest opportunity year I've ever had in my life, like by a country mile. But that also means that it's probably got the most pressure against it than any other year I've had in my life by a country mile. I I don't want to... I don't want to be in a position and I've done this before where I have so many things going on that I don't feel like I'm putting enough in each bucket. And with the exception of family, like I like family has got to be a hundred percent, but everything else has to be kind of divvied out to a certain extent. So how do I get better at planning specifically So for like the podcast, for I want to do more YouTube this year, I want to be able to actually grow. TikTok has been stagnant as F-U-C-K when it comes to followers, and I understand why. I think I understand why. Uh, Instagram has been growing really, really well, but I think I'm just able to bring back like 21, 22 vibes through old posts, which is giving that audience like, wow, I had no idea you were doing this because I never reposted my stuff on Instagram. So I have to get better about the time that I have. And it just felt like a broader conundrum and it felt like I was screwed and I was stuck in a corner and I'm like, I've already maximized my days. What am I going to do? This sucks. And I was not bummed out, but just like perplexed for the first few weeks. I've seen that commercial for the big ass calendar a bazillion times at this point, because I feel like most of TikTok is basically just uh, commercials and ads these days. And it's, it's so smart. You see the whole year in one go and at first I'm like, that's super smart, but I don't think I'm actually going to do it. Like, I don't, I it just, I hadn't really, I thought through like, all right, how do I, where am I going to put this thing? Obviously it's very straightforward in regards to like how you compile it and the general idea of like, oh, you block off the days where you're going to be traveling and then you put together your goal. Like it just, it's very straightforward, but there are some functional things like, well, where the hell in our house are we actually going to put this? I'm actually going to pull it out. All that kind of good stuff. Finally, after week one or week two, I broke down and bought a different version of the big ass calendar. It's not the big ass Jesse Itzler, if that's his name. It's not his calendar. It's this one off of Amazon and came last week, but it's friggin' giant. That's a bit of the problem. It's like, well, where do you hang this thing? Like you need it to be functional. You can't just have it and fill it out and then not reference it like it needs to be functional and that you need a spot where it's going to be looked at and it's going to be updated and all that kind of good stuff. So I really tried to think through all of those different scenarios so that again, it didn't get to a point where it's like, okay, cool. I did this thing. I bought it. I have it. But like, what am I actually, what am I actually doing with it? So got me my own big ass calendar. And that felt like point number uno. And being able to see everything in one spot is actually super, super, super helpful. So here's what we got this year in totality. Give me, give me one second while I bust this thing out. Because as I map it out, it's not just me being like, "Hey, listen to the thing the things that Tim has on his calendar this year." It's like, no, let me map this out because it will. This is all going back to a day to day structure that's going to help me get this shit done, which I believe is the broader intention of the big ass calendar being able to be smarter about your planning. And again, if I walk you through this or how I'm thinking about it, I'm going to treat this like a real conversation as though like you're giving me feedback in real time, which obviously you're not. I wish you could because this would be a lot better if you and I were chatting about this right now, but can't do that. So I'll just walk you through. And I think the methodology is sound but if I go through the steps again, and especially knowing that this is going to be recorded and then posted, that will keep me accountable as well. And that's another piece to this. Like, I'm not, I don't want to do all this stuff and say all these things just to be like show offy, so to speak. This is like my mental mile zero. Ran my first marathon two years ago, and to keep myself accountable, I would post a picture every day before training at mile zero is in like, this is humbling. I got to go out. I got to do the work. I got to do it on a consistent basis. I've never done one of these before. If I tell you that I'm going to do it and then I show you the way that I'm doing it, then I'm holding myself accountable because I don't want to make that post. It's like, oh, you know, well, you know, this thing happened and therefore this isn't going to happen. Like if it comes to that, it comes to that, but I really don't want that to be the case. So the more I say out loud and the more I walk you through my thought process, the more accountable I am, because I do treat all of this like it is a two-way conversation because it's not fun when you're just alone in a vacuum doing these things for the sake of doing these things. Hopefully that made sense. All right, so let's get into it. Give me a second. Got the big ass calendar or my Amazon version of the big ass calendar. And all right, so here are here are the major things. Anybody. I need my microphone closer like this. All right. So the major things are uh, book due date number one was January 15th. So the book overall is due completed on September 1st. So let let me walk backwards. Book overall is due on September 1st. That has three major triggers to it. January 15th, I had to do a revised outline based off of some initial conversations with the editor. There was like, cool, we bought the book, but we really think that you need to focus on this. Like you get a little too scattered in the back half and their feedback made perfect sense. So overall due September 1st, first half is due April 1st, but the revised outline was due January 15th. Hit that. So now I've got to work between here and April 1st to get the first half of the book done, which is, let's see, uh, call it 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, like 13 ish weeks, I believe. All right. So, book overall is arguably the most important thing of the year outside of family and day job. Then number two, and this is going to seem like it's out of the clear blue sky, but I've got an opportunity to do a couple pieces of major content, at least for me. They'd be like longer form YouTube pieces with the Ad Council and this initiative called Tear the Paper Ceiling, which is incredible. This is about transforming, hiring, and diversifying talent. They found me because of my stories about not having a college degree and they want me to make some content for them. And this whole idea of there being a paper ceiling if you don't have a college degree and that that's either going to block you getting in the door or it's going to make your career stagnant, etc. They want me to do content for them, which is an incredible opportunity for a multitude of reasons. One... Anything related to the ad council is dope. The ad council, ad council handles some of the most important and most renowned, remarkable, I mean, all the kind of stuff that you are just glad people take the time to talk about and invest in and make sure it gets out on the public airwaves. Ad council is a not-for-profit that helps things like suicide prevention um, helping uh, veterans with you know PTSD, things like tearing the paper ceiling, Feeding America, like all of these incredible, incredible initiatives that the Ad Council helps ensure get commercials on TV, that they get supported with the right creative, the message gets out the right way. So tearing the paper ceiling is something they came to talk to me about. So that's... That's big, but there's two big pieces to that. So there's a long-form piece that's got to come out sometime in February or March, and then a second long-form piece that's got to come out sometime in April or May, and then both have multiple pieces of content from that. So basically think two long-form pieces and then a handful of cut-down pieces. All right, so work, day job stuff, family, book due in September – backtrack of those dates, add ad council on top of that as well. Those I think are like the biggest, biggest pieces. Then there's the travel stuff. Next weekend I'm going to the NHL all-star game with, uh, with my daughter, with Evelyn. It's going to be, <laughs> I'm so excited about this. I got an opportunity through the NHL network to go and make a couple of pieces of content for them. And it's probably going to be part of a larger deal to do a handful of these like tentpole events and how I can help them from a creative perspective. There's, so we got NHL all-star game this weekend. Then the next really big thing for me would be a half marathon in March. Uh, Speaking with, speaking at the Philadelphia Eagles at a um, a not-for-profit speaking event that they have in the second week of March, the potential of going to Met Spring Training just to get out of New York in March and go down and see my folks. Then, right after that, we got the book due date number two, another speaking event in April, um, potentially a Strava event in May, another half marathon in May, uh, VidCon in June, in addition to a family trip to Oregon, and then. think I'm going to Major League Baseball All-Star Game and potentially another speaking event in Montreal in July and then all kinds of travel in August. That list alone might have given some people anxiety listening to this and not that I expect anybody is going to be like, cool, now I can see the picture in my head, Tim. The point of all of that is just to put it on paper so I can see it all in one go. Like I'm looking down at this thing. I'll hold it up in a minute, but... I'm looking down this thing, and that's just the first eight months of the year. Now I can start to backtrack, right? So when it comes to what am I doing day in and day out, because my my content like this all comes back to if I'm not making good content, if I'm not still doing what got me here in the first place, then it's all for naught. But I should be evolving and I should be getting better at it. So how do I do all of those things? Like that's what's been freaking me out is like, how do I do all these things and keep getting better ideally? to help grow everything that I've been doing so that I can get more opportunity. Because as they say, the reward for good work is more work. And that's a thousand percent coming to fruition right now. So like, I got to get my act together with this in mind. I'm now able to have at least a good sense of what are the, you know, there's the day-to-day priorities, but then there's like the month to month priorities So I know if my next big thing is the NHL All-Star Game this weekend uh, and then after that would be probably the first pieces of the ad council, then I need to prioritize from a content perspective, thinking ahead of time of what am I going to do at the All-Star Game and how do I start to build up the pieces for the ad council tearing the paper ceiling deal with the windows that I have during the day. Now I'm able to be like, okay, cool. If these are the biggest pieces throughout the course of the year, and this is kind of the way that the sequencing is going to happen, then week to week, day to day, I can ideally be smarter about what I'm doing with my time. Again, sounds incredibly obvious, but we're talking about like 45 minutes a day. So as you're listening to this, also think of like, these are the ways, hopefully I'm talking through how you can really get a side hustle to continue to flourish, right? Side hustle was just making stuff for a while and the side hustle was fun. And I could just literally run around during the day with my camera or my phone and take random clips. And the next morning I'd be like, oh, what happened yesterday? And I would throw it together and I would do a voiceover and people – enjoyed it, and I was perplexed by why anybody enjoyed it, but it was amazing and it grew and here we are. But I can't keep doing that because then all of that extra time that I have is just going to go towards doing the same thing in a clunky way without any planning. And if I want to hit the book due dates, if I want to be able to keep doing podcasts, if I want to do an amazing job with this ad council piece, like this is – the ability to put together really good content to help with the hiring and diversifying of talent because of this notion of, wow, I, my no degree career can help open a lot of eyes and at least further the conversation. Like that's an incredible opportunity, but I can't just be like, cool. Let me make a few day in the lifes or POVs and call and like, be like, all right, that's like, this is going to require substantial, Work to it, but at least now that I can see all of this stuff, I can start to get into a week to week conversation with myself about what do I really need to prioritize. So I built this, I built this like grid at the bottom of my to do list, and it's broken down by like TikTok and Reels and YouTube and threads and LinkedIn. And what I'm going to do is take the things that I know, like the Ad Council piece, etc., and start to weave in, all right, so I'm making this up. On Tuesday morning, I should use that time to start building out more PowerPoint slides to help me frame up how I'm going to talk about the Ad Council, or I should use that time to shoot a very specific intro for YouTube in my basement. That way I can be more focused, right? It's going to get me out of this mode of, I'm just going to run around with my camera and take whatever shots, because that's what's, that's what made me being like squirrel with any ideas that I had. I would see somebody on the subway and be like, Oh, that's a cool story. And then take a 45 second clip of it and be like, Oh, that's totally what I'm going to say. And then by five o'clock that night, I'd see something else. And I'd be like, Oh, I don't remember exactly what happened this morning. It felt good in the moment, but like, that's not the thing anymore. This thing right here, that's the thing. And then by 5am the next day, God knows what would have happened. And again, I got away with it for a while, but that is not sustainable. So the broader point within this that hopefully you can take away is if you start super, super, super high level, maybe you don't even have to have get a big ass calendar, but if you can at least like roadmap out just the biggest chunks, get it all on paper in some capacity, it's going to give you anxiety as you're doing it. But then once you can actually see it and it's fine that it's week five, it is literally January 28th. As I'm telling you this, this is not like a rah, rah, cool, year's about to start. This is how you get ready. No, this is a very real ass. There were no resolutions. There was no super specific plan. I've been flying by the seat of my pants for God knows how long at this point. I know some people think it's like super well polished and I've got all my shit together, but I do not. I continue to figure this out in real time and I want to figure this out in real time with you. So my recommendation would be, perhaps if you feel the same way, is map out the year. Just what you know. Put it down. Is there a trip? Is there a big goal? Is there a big project? Whatever. Map it out. Then start to think about backtracking dates. So if that presentation, if you know for sure, if you already know for sure there's something in August where the company does like an annual blah, 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 put it down that like by July 1st, your goal is to have a draft out. I'm making that up. But like that's basically the way to backtrack things. And then if you are somebody, especially if you're trying to spin multiple plates together, maybe then you can figure out like, all right, if I just chip away at it with this amount of time in these places, then that July 1st date is a piece of cake. And then when it comes time for this thing to be due, I'm going to be whistling Dixie because it's going to be done ahead of time. I could have had X amount of people take a look at it, all that kind of good stuff. And you're going to feel that much better about it. It's funny because a lot of this planning, like in my head, I'm like, is so is some of this so obvious that it shouldn't be said out loud? But then me, myself, who prescribe and tell people these things and try to do it at work, I haven't been that kind of smart with the side hustle stuff, but I have to now. All kinds of things are popping up like, the okay, so we'll take... Put the ad council tearing the paper ceiling of the book to a side. The Eagles speaking event that's on March 8th, like I should a thousand percent have that presentation done and sent to them by February 26th, let's say, because that would give me two weeks to then tweak it based off of their feedback, which means I should really have an agreed upon theme. I sent them a couple ideas already but that should be locked down by the 12th, which is really only a couple of weeks away at this point. So like then it starts to become easier in my head to see things in more moderate pieces versus, oh shit, I've got this thing. What am I going to do? I can now say, all right, goal, February 12th, have an agreed upon theme with the Eagles about what I'm going to talk about on March 8th. That gives me two weeks that I can futz around, build out the PowerPoint, get it to them by the 26th. If they have any feedback, I've got plenty of time then and should be in good shape. And I can now do that for just about everything I've got here, which then allows me to, if I'm smart about it, look on a week to week basis and be like, Cool. If every morning I'm going to give myself X amount of time and it gets crazy granular. there's some things I won't even get into. Cause I think that that would induce tons of anxiety from a lot of people. Like the days I have to be home by six 15 so that Kelly can go to work. And so then I've only got 45 minutes. So how do I like squeeze in this and run? I'm not going to get that granular about it, but I need to be that intentional. So with the backtracking of just the Eagles piece and the other things noted, like the ad council and the book, I can now on a week-to-week basis, I think, and again, I'm saying this out loud in real time to keep myself accountable because I've never done all of this stuff before, like concurrently. I've never written a book before. I've never done like a large-scale campaign like this for a brand, quote-unquote, before the uh, tearing the paper ceiling thing. So I got to be like, people trust me right now, a lot in a lot of different capacities. And I, my, one of my biggest fears is letting people down. And I also can't just work harder to then crank stuff out because that's inevitably going to fail. But if I approach it this way, I can kind of backtrack and get all the way down to like, okay, cool. Tuesday morning, if I'm going to have, if I'm going to carve out 30 minutes for myself, what should I do? Because then I can be like, all right. And so from there, I made a list because I want to keep making just the random shit that I want to make too. Right? I want to make day in the life. So I want to make POVs. I want to do that stuff. That's fun. That's what got me here in the first place. So for that stuff, I tried to break it into two buckets. The helpful things like tearing the paper ceiling other ideas that I have, like reviewing resumes, I would love to have people email me the resume so I can talk about them, but they have to be redacted. I've tried that before and nobody sent them in redacted. And then it was just a bit of a mess because I had all of these resumes and I spent more time redacting the emails so that I could talk about them than I did actually talk about the emails. But I'd love to do more helpful stuff like tearing the paper ceiling. I'd love to do more resume reviews where I can just sit here at my desk and like have fun Going through people's resumes and being like, yo, you got to say X, Y, and Z instead of this. But that's like a whole process. I've got this idea about corporate confessionals, like a call in segment to this podcast where somebody can call and be like, "Um, yeah, so my boss said that uh, they were going to smuggle a bunch of dirty money into the office and. Spread it around, but I don't know what to do because, but well, and and I could like talk to them about whatever that crazy situation is, that would be super fun. So, there's like helpful things. So, I try to break it out into like helpful what's the helpful content, then what's the fun content? I found that to be helpful just to write it down. And I've got god, I've got so many ideas on the fun stuff. Like, there's this huge tour around my neighborhood that I would like to do. I've got my favorite two sushi restaurants, and I could do, I could without question do a bit of a um, like a full on YouTube of like, here's why these are the two best sushi restaurants in New York City one for Brooklyn, one for Manhattan. Like, I've got a hundred of those types of ideas that are either YouTubes or TikToks or these other things. So it's like, I need to break down my ideas too into helpful and fun. And then with all of that other stuff in mind, I can now get down to the granular level of like, cool, it's Tuesday. Here are the things that I have upcoming. Am I good on the book? Am I good on the ad council thing? Am I good for the Eagle speaking event? All right. What should I do just content wise? Should it be something helpful or should it be something fun? And have a pile of each and make sure that I balance the two because in my humble opinion that none of this is really helpful unless I'm actually being helpful. Like there are plenty of people that can entertain people. I'm not that good of an entertainer. We're like, yeah, cool. I'm just going to go do random shit and people are going to love it. No. Which brings me to my last point. The way that I have then further kind of broken things up is my unfair advantages versus my hobbies. My unfair advantages are things like 11 years as a VP, right? That's like 10,000 plus hours of being in meetings at an executive level and all of the insight and the wisdom that that has shoved up, whatever, I was going to, you get the point, all that wisdom that has been forced upon me, that's an unfair advantage. My time at ESPN and ABC sports, that was an unfair advantage. 19 years of marriage is an unfair advantage from a content perspective, because I have all of that, relationship perspective. Now that I can pay forward 11 years as a dad is an unfair advantage relative to content making. There's a lot of stuff that I can do in that getting along with like, I think I can get along with a vast majority of people when they give me a chance to have a good conversation with them. That's an unfair advantage. Plus, I've got executive coaching in my back pocket. That's an unfair advantage as well. And then I got my hobbies, all the things that I know about the cannabis space, working out, running sneakers, gear, fashion, protein bars, editing beer and bourbon. Did I say beer twice? No, I said gear. So between my version of a big-ass calendar, the thoughtful approach of backtracking from a project management perspective, a bit more of a sense in regards to being more thoughtful of what's helpful content, what's fun content, and then how do I lean into my unfair advantages and my hobbies to help fuel that, I can then get specific and be like, cool, this is what I'm going to do with my time. So I don't think it matters if you never, ever, ever have a side hustle. I think that there's things here that can apply to anything you'd want to do in life. New job, it's current job, about to have a kid. Maybe you're about to just get into the corporate world overall. And you're trying to think of like, all right, how do I organize my life? you know, in general, But especially for those that are like, you know what? There's this thing that I love that I've always wanted to do on the side. My strong recommendation is map out the year. And it doesn't matter. You can do that now. Again, this is week five. It is late January. It is not even one twelfth of the way through the year. If you started to do some of this stuff now, by the end of February, you would be in banging shape. Even if it's like just a couple of degrees a bit more well put together than either of us are right now. Like that was the whole point with this is just how do I get a little bit smarter? So I would map out as much as you can for the year, start to think of backtracking things so that, I mean, I've even got like, cool. If we're going to go to Oregon in August on April 1st, I'm like, we should a thousand percent have those things booked, but it's certainly for the side projects and all the other things that I walk through. So overall mapping of the year, backtracking and stuff as much as you can be thoughtful about where you're trying to go, depending on what you're trying to do. You know, can you kind of grid things out? Like I did helpful, fun, unfair advantages and hobbies just to get, just to at least see it to visualize like what do you bring to the table and how are you going to make the most of it? You know, and then hopefully getting down to like a week to week calendar, I'm going to fail. Like the next couple of weeks will still be a hot mess, but This is progress. Progress beats perfection. And I think that I've made as many points as I can here. So let me, for those that are watching, give me one second. I'll bring this over for those that are not watching. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 2024 is going to be super, super fun. I hope to do a lot of these. I hope to do a lot of content, like a lot, a lot, a lot of content. Hence why I'm having this conversation. And I really want it to be as helpful as humanly possible. I'm going to be smarter. I think you heard just from me walking through unfair advantages, hot, like this kind of stuff. I'm trying to get more focused on what is the value that I can deliver because we get along. And if you're here and you spend time with me, then you know at least tip of the iceberg what's possible And now I'm holding myself accountable that much more. This is going to be a hilarious year. If I could edit this and start something at the very, very beginning, I would say something like, this is how we all watch in real time. Somebody that's been stuck in the corporate space for 20 years, figure out if they can do something remarkable this far into their career that's not just part of their career that's going to be wild to see what the hell is going to be the what what is this world going to be like my world my family's world going to be like in 2025 all right so if you're just listening peace out i'm gonna step away from the microphone and just show some things to the camera Um, but if you're watching then stick around because here i'm going to show you some of the things visually.